In this bulletin, seven people dead in a mass shooting in a Virginia Walmart. Explosions rock Jerusalem, killing one person. And in the World Cup, late goals earn Japan an incredible comeback victory over Germany. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Graw. Preparations are being made to immediately evacuate the remaining residents in a flood-ravaged New South Wales town. The State Emergency Service says it's organising a flight to nearby Lake Kalelajo for residents in Yubalong in the state's central west, which is already isolated by floodwater and road access cut. The town of 200 people is facing the prospect of the nearby Lachlan River reaching a record flood peak of 8 metres today. 15 emergency warnings remain across New South Wales. A manager at a Walmart store in the US state of Virginia has opened fire on employees, killing seven in the country's latest mass shooting. Witnesses say the suspect, who police have not identified, said nothing as he began shooting at workers gathered in a break room ahead of their shift. Chesapeake Police spokesperson Leo Kozinski has described the moment police responded to the shooting. So at 10.12 p.m., uh, our emergency dispatch center received a call for uh, a shooting that occurred here at the Walmart here on Sam Circle. Um, so we respond initially. We found, as soon as we get here, we find uh, basic evidence that a shooting had occurred. It was actively going on. So we, we responded as in an active shooter fashion. We're trained for that. So we go inside and long story short, over the course of the next 30, 45 minutes, we were able to find multiple fatalities and multiple injured parties. The latest tragedy comes just two days after a shooting at a Colorado LGBTQI plus club, which killed five people and injured over a dozen others. A teenage boy has been killed and over a dozen injured in two explosions in Jerusalem. The explosion came just hours after a Palestinian teenager was killed by Israeli forces in the West Bank city of Nablus. The first explosion early in the morning near an Israeli bus station along a highway on the western entrance into Jerusalem. Police say the blast was caused by an explosive device planted at the bus stop. Less than half an hour later, a second explosion went off at a junction in northern Jerusalem. The UK Supreme Court has rejected a bid by Scotland to hold a vote on independence. The court has ruled that Scottish Parliament cannot hold a second referendum without Westminster approval, which has authority over decisions surrounding the future of the UK Union. Scotland's First Minister Nicola Sturgeon has condemned the ruling, saying Scottish democracy will not be denied. Sturgeon says the nation must now look forward to new solutions. It is, uh, I think, a statement of the obvious that this is not the outcome I hoped for. It does give us clarity. And having that clarity sooner rather than later allows us now to plan a way forward, however imperfect that might be. Ancient rock carvings by Tasmanian Aboriginal ancestors have begun their journey home to the state's far northwest. The rock carvings arrived at Premangana late last night and an Aboriginal community-only celebration will be held this weekend when they're placed back from the rocks they were taken from. 
Members of the Tasmanian Indigenous community have gathered in Hobart to ensure the ancient rocks are protected on their journey. Land and Heritage Coordinator at Tasmanian Aboriginal Centre Andy Sculthorpe says it's about respecting the past and future for Indigenous Australians. We don't do this just for us now, for us alive today. We do it for those people from way back. But we also do it for our children into the future and future generations. To sport and in the latest World Cup news, late goals by Ritsu Doan and Takuma Asano have earned Japan an incredible comeback victory over Germany. The shock result was a repeat of Germany's 2018 World Cup nightmare when, as defending champions, they lost their opener to Mexico and after another defeat by South Korea were condemned to a group stage exit. Coach Hansi Flick has described the 2-1 loss as brutally disappointing. Meanwhile, the German team has earned attention off the field with its response to FIFA's ban on rainbow armbands in support of human rights. The players covered their mouths during the pre-game photograph, which they described as a sign from the team that they felt muzzled by FIFA. Germany's sports minister Nancy Faeser made a stand wearing a One Love armband in the grandstand while sitting next to FIFA president Gianno Infantino. Pfizer wore the armband under a pink blazer, which she took off during the game. I'm Deborah Grook. This is SBS News.